Welcome to Books and Other Things, where two best friends with seemingly different views discuss books and other things. Hello guys and welcome to the third episode of the unnamed podcast. We have not yet named it properly, but the placeholder is the... Uh, what was the placeholder, Kishore? <laughs> I don't remember that. Shit, we forgot. Uh, let's just call it the Kishore and Avijit podcast for now, where they review books in an in an in a in what manner? Candid. Yeah, yeah, it was candid, unscripted, and honest. In a candid, unscripted. The 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 Kishore and Avijit podcast where we review books in a candid, honest, and unscripted way. And this and okay, so that there's a slight twist. We've read a lot of fiction novels, and uh, because of that, we we thought of adding a slight twist in this week's episode. And the twist is that. In the end of last episode, we decided that we'll be reading Neuro- Neuromancer. But that book was long and slow as, uh, I mean, it, it was very long and it was very tedious to read for both of us. And to be honest, life got in our way. So midweek, we decided to uh, betray our listeners, however few they may be. And we uh, we picked a book. So, so Kishore again recommended another book, which was Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Yes, so this week's book is Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Phil Knight, who, I, to be honest, I didn't know who he, who, he, who he was. And apparently, he is the creator of Nike. And Nike, the shoes that uh, everyone wears. But not Virat Kohli, because he wears Puma. And not me, because I wear Skechers. Kishore, what do you wear? Uh, I am with Adidas. <laughs> nice. Good job. Good job, bro. By the way, sure. I I don't know if you realize this is the second consecutive week that our book has something to do with running. Yep. But because there's a lockdown right now, I I don't know how, how is the situation in Hyderabad. Uh, well, uh, I don't think it's a uh, rosy or it's good anywhere, and uh, it's, uh, you know it's like everywhere else. You know, we are seeing record number of cases, so it has we, we've seen like four thousand cases uh, on a daily basis, around four thousand to three thousand. That's not okay. But but is there a lockdown? Like, can you run if you want to at night and all? Um, no, that that is uh, one of the good parts. I think uh, the you know fair sense has prevailed, and uh, more you know situation centric uh, solutions are being rolled out, uh, like uh, night curfews and. Uh, you know, district which uh, movement restrictions. Okay. okay. Yeah, same same sort of year. So, in fact, if our listeners would remember, last time we, uh, I mean, we did chat about uh, how was the impact of this book on our running. But I don't think this time both of us got to do any running. So, unfortunately, that hasn't been the case. But yeah, I mean, uh, getting, I mean, sorry, we, we digressed a bit. Uh, talking about the book, it's first of all, it's a long book to be honest. It's all. I mean, I'm sorry, I shouldn't judge a book by its length, but it's pretty long. It's. I mean, I I I was uh, reading it, and some of it I also went through the audiobook of it, and the audiobook was 14 hours long. So so that's there. I mean, it took me some time to finish it. But coming to the content of this book, in fact, Kishore, what do you think of the content? I mean, what 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 was your initial reaction? Uh, well, uh, what can I say? Uh, the first thing that when I read about that is, uh, I don't know, man, I thought uh, this guy, you know, uh, this guy is just ranting about all white guy first, uh, what do you call, first country problems that his bank is not giving him enough credit and all that. But I think uh, as the book itself goes on a journey, uh, you know, 
the author writes about the journey uh, the time you spend with the book is the same you do enter with something with some expectations but do we come out uh, feeling good so there are really good values that this book talks about ha huh. uh, by the way i remember so uh, some days back when i had a chat with you and i was at around i completed around 25% of the book and you were at around 30 35% and you you were not fearing this book a lot so how how like how is the initial review or initial judgment to the final after you have finished the book how is it well uh, the first half is you know i had to drag along uh, with the book uh, with this but uh, honestly after that uh, you know things began to turn and the book started as a movie uh, you know turn kind of turned into a movie where you want the protagonist to win you do wholeheartedly want that to be a happy ending uh yeah so how, how did you like the book yeah i mean to be honest sort of so, so initial reactions in fact i also told you that when we we were discussing other things on a personal call but then we drifted on to here which is unlike this podcast where we talk about the book and drift talk to other topics initially i did think that there were a lot of first world problems that the guy was facing and he was you know comp- i mean not complaining but he was just mentioning them a lot i mean he was in his early 20s and he was getting to travel around the world literally around the world he has mentioned i think a country from each and every continent is <laughs> yeah. uh, you know like the money he took from his father and he someone who has both of us who have grown in india i mean i thought like dude uh, you know the level playing i mean the field is like shouldn't even be called level playing at any level it's it's <laughs> too, too it's, it's too far apart uh, but yeah i mean so initially that did happen uh, i also felt like initially he talked a lot about other things like for example when he mentioned up about that one relationship he had early on yeah whom she, who she, who he met in japan yeah japan yeah. and i mean i think he devoted all, almost 10 to 15 pages to that thing and it didn't go anywhere do, do you know of okem's uh, not uh, do you know of uh, uh, chekhov's gun chekhov's gun i think it, it uh, it's a literary it, device ha uh, it's a literary device which i mean just for readers so essentially it says that if uh, in a storyline or in a plot if you mention something make sure you use it somewhere else yeah so for example if you are putting a gun in the story like if you are showing a gun on a table make sure that gun comes handy somewhere otherwise i mean it was futile for you to keep it there so i think that that relationship plot was futile in my way like phil knight never mentioned it later on i don't know why it was there and i don't know if he was so heartbroken by it because it was like not that long of a relationship or anything so that was initial reaction was not that good uh, and i did think initially that it was vastly overrated because everyone is raving about this book but yeah slowly uh, as it as i kept reading on as the days went by because it's again reiterating it's a long book it, it take me days uh, it, it it kept it kept getting better So uh I would just tell me this how do you want to handle the story that he has uh, told there are a few questions that I do uh, want to ask you know how, what do you think about them so do you want to start with questions or do you want to start with an overview or giving a general intro of the book ha i can i i'll just give a two three line uh, short blurb of this book and then we can start with the question so this book is essential about phil knight who at the age of 23 had uh, 22 23 has an idea about starting he, i mean he calls it a crazy idea 
and uh, in the second chapter he reveals it the first chapter he keeps itself is as the crazy idea and uh, we eventually get to know the crazy idea is to 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 sell japanese shoes in us so he has that thing that if japanese electronics can beat uh, german electronics why can't japanese shoes beat german shoes in america and so uh, it's it's his journey and the journey of nike in fact initially it was not called nike it was called blue ribbon even how the blue ribbon name came to be how the nike name came to be the first employee how the company grew and you know just the you know the never ending dread that an entrepreneur faces that like something or the other will keep happening and that is the entrepreneur spirit that you keep fighting on for your passion and so i think that do you think i missed anything uh no i don't think you have missed anything i mean that's basically a story about a guy who who is passionate about shoes and you know st- has already a head start with japanese products so those are those were great and uh, and at that time that could you know compete with german products so i think that would be all if, uh, if we choose to have introduction about the book or theek uh, yeah. author uh, at this point so i do have a question So uh, shall we have a shall we start with the question round? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you really think uh, modifying an existing product to some other geographical preference will turn you into a real entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean, ah, hundred percent. Why not? I mean, like for example, like toothbrushes were sold in US. I mean, everywhere around the world, and then they came to India. And then the people who sold toothbrushes in India must have taken a risk. because in india we used to have datun and everything you know i mean most of them i don't know if people even used to brush that every day or i don't know if they had this habit and if not they had the old datun wala thing where they used neem sticks and all so trying to convince an entire country to adapt this this habit must have been a risk they must have taken so many you know uh, financial monetary everything or yeah, what is your approach on it well i did think uh... Uh, well honestly i did think uh, in that way if not him it uh, it would have been someone else you know in that way oh, okay so mm-hmm. you know if not phil knight some other guy would have uh, you know succeeded in the, you know if he started a bit early he would have succeeded he would have started exporting the those japanese to give But those images in i don't see that as a issue because because at, even in us at that time there was adidas and puma so it was not that people didn't have anything to run in the in, in in that country i think what he did in in fact he brought a different spin na he brought a like while people were just having the normal shoes the local shoes he brought that whole japanese tech so i think that was his what the differentiation he brought and to be honest like isn't that the whole thing that business they you call it the usp the unique selling proposition mm-hmm. so this was their usp that you know it has a japanese tech and I think that was the only question I have. I, okay, okay. I, yeah, I honestly thought that. I, they I, had, uh, uh, no, I, I, I had this observation that you know both of us felt that the initial part of the books were slight drag, and then yeah. slowly it became interesting. And there was this observation I had that also coincidentally the initial part of the book is where Phil Knight only talks about himself. Yeah. And later on, new people come in. you know bowerman his coach becomes a partner and that comes in and then johnson comes in who is an, the first employee and then slowly penny comes in who becomes his wife so eventually you know new people come in it starts to become interesting so i feel like 
in fact that was also another thing that i noticed that phil knight was very self indulgent in the initial chapters he talked he boasted a lot about himself too right in fact that first relationship thing i'll come again because i really felt it shouldn't have included he shouldn't have added it in so any purpose but even in that he talked a lot about how he was so smooth talking and he he just the the girl just got floored and the the other guy who was with that girl didn't stand a chance at all and i mean i thought it was not needed and even if he wanted to add it he could have been slightly more tasteful there uh, i felt the book was it, it was written by phil knight but the main character i mean the story got going when other people joined yeah uh, by the way what did you take take away from this book uh, well uh, i do have two things uh, that uh, i think those are the main takeaways i think those are really important for uh, everyone and the, f- the first thing would be to have clarity on what you really want to do in life and uh, that is uh, i don't think uh, more, not everyone has the luxury of uh, having that and the mm-hmm. second thing is to perceive uh, persevere uh, uh, no matter what uh, when one Uh, to get uh, what you really want once you have that clarity so yeah I, I, so there were a lot of you know instances in the book when he mentioned that he had a chance to you know you know so oblivion on on one part where he thought that it would slip out of its hand the company that he created the structure that he had uh, you know built from ground up after going to japan importing them to us and selling them to people people loving them and you know it being forced by other guys other exporters so those, those were the things uh, you know that would have you know wiped out europe and out of existence but he did uh, take uh, you know how do you call it? genuine original passionate steps to you know make sure that this company lived on okay. what about you what do you think yeah in fact i also had a few i had four or five short points first of all Uh, i don't i don't think uh, kishore if you noticed uh, in the 15 times that uh, the author mentioned in his book but kolkata is dirty kolkata is a dirty place the water will get you sick so i hope you i hope you re- remember that and in one day you can go from kolkata to varanasi and then from varanasi to himal because <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah well i don't think we can blame it this is the most the peddled opinion over what you do uh, after going to india or what happens once you get to india yeah the, but then if you feel look i mean the only thing i mean the only experience we also had and the author also had is of india and if in there he has he has literally just mentioned the what can you say the the cliches I, i mean yeah please complete yes what is i mean i have just like dude okay we, i mean it's like he took the most cliched thing like okay go to kolkata and you know complain about the slums and the poverty and the you know dust and everything then you go to varanasi because of her and you that and you go to the river ganges because you know it's not ganga it's ganges yeah. and then obviously go to the himalayas because that is how you you know attain peace and salvation and redeem yourself <laughs> yeah and take mark india is take mark to okay, off to the next country because well, yeah. so well uh, i don't think uh, we can blame him uh, for any of his uh, you know experience because I, i think when he visited india what was it 1970 to nahi nahi i think 1960 yeah in 1960 so so 
yeah we are very uh, fresh off from our uh, you know independence not even 28 25 years so the amount of work that our governments could have done might have not been up to the mark so this is a possibility i can't say for sure because i wasn't there okay, okay. fair yeah yeah i mean so, fair i mean i mean mm-hmm. i just think if you want to mention a country don't just i, I mean i don't know yaar like you can go beyond the cliches you can talk about maybe some exactly. experience you had and not just that okay uh, i went to the slum i mean i don't want to repeat it but i just thought that okay if you want to dedicate an entire chapter to your traveling stories or uh, that you did on your father's then at least you could add a little bit more insight in. uh, okay i mean i don't want people to think i'm you know shitting on this book because was <laughs> is what i i didn't like the rest 80% of the book i really enjoyed in fact the epilogue or the last chapter of this book is one of the best i've heard i read i mean you know in in all the books to be honest i feel you don't even need to listen to this uh, if you just read the epilogue you'll get a summary of uh, the vision of nike he had in mind the days that he went through and the people that helped along the way and the 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 core the core philosophy of nike you'll understand so yeah i mean that that last that last chapter is absolute gold 10 on 10 Yeah, you don't have to feel bad about you know uh, trying to shit on this guy because even I tried to do the same in the start. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, you know, criticism is always nice. So. Yeah, but we do. We, we try to do that on different aspects of the story. Yeah, yes. I mean, the second part was the the third thing you know, got from it was that you know we see we see Apple as Steve Jobs or Microsoft as Bill Gates or you know Reliance as Ambani. but from what i got is like i mean obviously nike was created by phil knight but there were so many people who gave up their life and sacrificed everything to you know for this company and so a company is never just one person or one founder or one person's vision it's yeah. you know a team of many people who constantly work at and toil every day to make sure that vision you know their shared vision comes to fruition not only shared vision but the uh, you know collective effort that goes into making uh, that vision you know into reality exactly yes yeah so uh, you know it's kind of that vision as a, you know what do you call that marker signs that you have arrived here and you can go here and uh, uh, the main pull and push is given by the uh, you know the underlying work was at max doing so i i, I think um, we are not undermining the uh, importance of the founder or the uh, guy who has the vision but right yeah you can't undermine either of them i so, feel but it's not about it's about like for example as a society we we like to glorify one person for example if i say facebook will mark zuckerberg right yeah and uh, microsoft is bill gates or apple is steve jobs or you know insert or amazon is jeff bezos so in fact it's it's not about undermining the main guy it's about appreciating the others who were just as much. i mean we all i mean I, i i think you've read elon musk's that ashley wenz's book in in it it clearly mentions that spacex if as much as elon musk the other I, i to be honest i forgot the the lady who runs who is the ceo now of spacex uh, even I, i forgot her name yeah she exactly. was uh, he was a, the first uh, you know what he called Uh, the go-to person for Elon Musk to handle yeah. things at SpaceX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like we don't even know her name, and she's as much she has contributed as much to SpaceX's success. So 
uh, I feel like it's less about undermining the main person, the founder, the visionary, as they say, but you know, appreciating the one who is working behind this. So that was one. The the third thing, the fourth thing I had in I took out was you know how much sacrifice you have to make. He was not a part of their kids, his sons, like both of his sons' childhood at, almost at all. Like he was always traveling. He didn't have a very good relationship with Matthew, one of his sons. He mentioned it. and uh, yeah, in fact, like that is one of the regrets that he mentioned at the end. Yeah, that was one thing I took that you know you you, you do the in the social network the movie the social network the mm. main line of that movie sort of a tagline was you don't get to five hundred million friends without making a few enemies. Yeah, and I felt like it it was pretty like you don't get to become a billion dollar company without sacrificing something. Like what is the, I mean, it can be your health or anything, but in his case, it was his family. So that was the fourth thing, and the fifth thing I took away was again. So like he was a, he's a graduate of Stanford, Stanford yeah. or Harvard, I think. Any one of them, like I believe, and easily he could have led a a banker's life or a you know hot shot, yeah, hot shot executive in a in a Fortune 500 company life. But he left all of that and he started this business and. In fact, for a lot of initial years, he didn't even pay himself. He used to work on this side. He had a full-time job, and then he used to do this. Uh, and in fact, only ten years later did he start to make decent money from Nike. You know, it's always a choice. Like he could have chosen to live a a, a good life from the start, but he didn't. And yeah, I mean that that Robert Frost thing. The two roads diverge in the woods, and I took the one less traveled, and that has made up. Hi, yeah. any other any other thoughts you had? I don't think I have any other thoughts, bro. But uh, that was a good read. I thought I will say. Yeah, it was. I, I still feel it was slightly longer than it should have been. But uh, yeah, it was. And it was after a point, it became a real page turner. But yeah. initially, it was slightly. The second half was definitely. Second half was definitely was. Again, like the epilogue was insane. Like, I really, I really thought it was one of the best epilogues I ever read. I think the best one is still the Kushwan Singh one that I read, but. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Like any any last thoughts? No, I don't have any last thoughts. Okay. Cool. Uh, by the way, I right now when we are recording it, it's twenty fifth March, twenty fifth yeah. April. Sorry. Oh man, the yeah. months just go by. It's twenty fifth April, twenty twenty one, and right now at least in India, right, we are facing a very grim situation. And yeah, I mean, if you if you can volunteer for, I mean, it's not related to the book right now. I mean, but I'm just saying that you you can volunteer for work uh, to help. Please do if you if you can support through money. Please do, but please do help people. Well, uh, yeah, adding to uh, this point, do do that in whatever way you can because uh, as experts, uh, you know, medical experts and statistic analysis say say uh, the situation is going to get only worse in India. You know, earlier last month I read uh, a guy he predicted that we would get around three lakh cases on a daily basis, and we are uh, easily crossed three lakh cases. And uh, you know, now they are saying we could uh, even face eight to nine lakhs because most cases are going uh, under uh, unreported or yeah, these are three lakh official cases, which is yeah. In- so. Possi- possibly we could even face eight, eight to ten uh, right, right. cases per day, but that would really be a horrifying situation, uh, a scary one uh, too. So, to be honest, yeah, I mean, I don't know when this uh, episode will be out, and you know when 
people would listen to it but i mean if you are in any country please do you know make a habit of donating money or time at least i know i do i mean you don't have to show up but just do it on your part that is it for this this session so one more week then kishore uh, ready for next week actually just for just, just for our listeners to know the difference between i think the last time we recorded a podcast and this week is i think more than a month yeah it's so been delayed a lot but i'm sure there won't be any delay anymore i i think kishore i'll just send you a calendar invite of saturday of sunday uh, 3 pm every every sunday yeah yeah we can do that and uh, yeah. don't forget to you know uh, recommend the book that we have yeah. discussed yeah. next week this book i had in mind since the since the last one month so yeah so the book for next week is drum rolls yeah yeah i do i think it's predictable i think i know which one acha acha go go ahead take take again muragami is book no no it's it's a non fiction acha okay it's, it's non fiction yeah that muragami what i talk about running when i talk no no not not mura are bro i don't want to three weeks in a row running bro no <laughs> Okay, yeah, go, go on. Okay, so the book for next week is Deep Work by Carl Newport, and I know I need to read this book. I, in fact, I started. I, I read ten percent, and then I kept it because I was feeling very guilty that I was not doing deep work at all. But I know I need to read this book. I've, I've been faltering in my work and you know in my general commitments a bit recently. So yeah, let's see. Hope it improves our work life or. professional life uh, have you have you read this book i have read the synopsis of it of this book but uh, i think it could have you know summarized the whole book this guy okay yeah yeah i have i don't want to give my thoughts right on okay uh, yeah i mean let's i mean you can read this i mean whatever you feel like okay. cool then we'll meet next week deep work by kalnu port if you are listening to it you can also join 